All right. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture, because it could potentially be the kind that bums you out the least. Back before all of this, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. Can't do that anymore. Teaming up with another person in, in a closed space, definitely frowned upon, more frowned upon perhaps than trying to glean full meanings from the the cryptology of the lyrics of the Taylor Swift album. So for now, it is one comic against another. To win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks they've been saving in a moleskin notebook for the last two years to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That'll give their person's opinion on feeling like everybody is a sexy baby, more weight than a civilian's. That's an actual lyric from the uh, uh, Taylor Swift. And it must mean something. I'm sure there's a Reddit thread for it. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. The Carly Rae Jepsen album, by the way, is so much better. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Alienated all of the uh, the swizzles. Are they, what do we call what do we call the Taylor fans? The uh, the Taytays. Are they Swifties? The taters. The little Taters. Swifties. 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 Yeah, yeah. Swifties. I was, somehow I was right. Sorry, Swifties. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's just Carly Rae really understood the assignment this year. Anyway, let's meet our teams. Our first contestant is a comic. His new album, Doug, is out now. He is an old friend of mine and of International Waters. It's Matt. Bronger. Hello, Matt. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm well. I'm excited. We are, uh, we're, we're moments away from Thanksgiving. Not mm. Thanksgiving. I mean, I guess that too, but Halloween. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you are, you are going as uh, a beloved piece of uh, intellectual property. Tell yes. Us about it. I'm going as uh, the Tom Hanks voiced character, Woody. I was informed by my daughter, Rose, who is two, that I am Woody. Mm-hmm. And uh, also told to uh, our my wife, her mother, that uh, she is Buzz Lightyear, and mm-hmm. so and we asked who she was, and she said she was Jessie, the cowgirl. So we're like, all right, there's the costume. Um, I heard we 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 had a witch costume for her because uh-huh. she is a liberated woman, uh, but uh, that we get keep that on reserve. And then Kara was going to be a witch, and then I was thinking I would be a witch. Why not? Uh, Warlock is the stupidest. Thing and costume, so yeah. I'll just be a male witch. But Rose uprooted that whole thing, so that's Great. all right. That's all right. I, I I do enjoy the Toy Story ovure. Sure, so, sure, yeah. yeah. Great, and mm-hmm. let the kid drive the bus. It's, yeah, it's Halloween. yeah. It's not about me at all. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. Welcome, Matt Bronger. Our Thank second you. contestant is also a comic. Her album "Tougher Than a Honeybee" is being released on November twenty fifth. Why that's Black Friday. I know. Spend your cash on it. It's Maggie Ferris. Hello, Maggie. Hi, how are you? So good. So good. good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm excited to be here. Good. You got a a crate behind you from one of my favorite wineries in the Napa area? Well, yeah, that's all I drink. Oh, what is it? I don't even... Nickel and uh, nickel. Contestant, nickel and nickel. I think it's actually nickel and nickel, but that doesn't feel right. (laughs) That doesn't feel right to say. 
Yeah. Uh, and on it uh, are some elements of your Halloween costume. Would you like to talk us through it, please? Sure. I have what uh, some dollar store Barbie dolls, and they are all glued together at the crotch. And then mm-hmm. I will be wearing a black wig with some white makeup and kind of an all black outfit. And they will be glued to my fingers. And I am going as Edward Scissoring Hands. Oh, boy. I love it. <laughs> God, I love it. Halloween gold. <laughs> I hope you get all the candy. Oh, I'm planning on it. You better. I got a no, pillowcase with Candy's name. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I understood where you were going. Okay. okay. You have met our players. It is now time to see which of them has the better grasp of what matters this week. Pop culturally. So, uh, players, if you're ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the story or the person or the event that we are sleeping on. The most tragically overlooked but critically important story of the last week or two. Matt Bronger, what do you think? Well, uh, I came across this. It was mentioned, I should say, in the New Abnormal, which is another podcast, but I have Mm -hmm. not seen this in any news anything besides Mm -hmm. uh, the Daily Beast uh, broke it. Uh, a guy named uh, Will Sommer wrote the article, and I did not. I I knew that there were there's a movement to make uh, quote anti woke movies. Uh, we, you've heard of uh, the um, Hunter Biden film that's uh, breaking all the box office records, and it's 100 <laughs> percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's supposed to be an excellent film, and yeah, uh, no it's agenda. It's in Oscar contention. Yeah, the thing I love about the quote anti woke stuff is there's never any agenda. You know, it's just for entertainment. The way Hollywood was meant. So uh, uh, a real chud named uh, Theodore Beale. He blogs as Vox Day. Uh, raised a, a million dollars on GoFundMe to make an anti-woke superhero movie. And I should say, they always say, uh, go woke, go broke, when a superhero movie isn't going well, when it has a person of color or a woman as a star. And all these movies still make money. And their whole thing is like, the whole idea that these movies are super woke is BS, because there's no gay characters, there's no trans characters, and they, they know they can't put them in there because it would hurt them internationally. That's the last I'll say of that. So back to the wonderfulness. This is a great, great thing because this guy raised a million dollars. That's not the great thing for a movie called Rebels Run, which is a female superhero with a Confederate bustier uh, who fights uh, uh, an international, let's just say cabal, because they love that word, of a international police force trying to squash free thinking conservatives, quote unquote. (sighs) Now, this guy uh, took the, the million and put it in escrow. Uh, or so he thought. No, no bank wanted to work with him. So he found this guy who turned out to be a uh, a massive fraudster. <laughs> Had already oh, blown $4 million of other investors' money on PPE during the pandemic that never surfaced. So those investors are breathing down his neck. He took this guy's million, spent it on the PPA, and now it's gone. So uh, Mr. Beal had to go online and go, it looks like we've been hornswoggled, everybody. <laughs> and it was actually just him. So a million dollars raised to make this movie. I can't find the trailer. I wish I could show it to you. It's supposedly like really the production values are not terrible. But all of the money is gone. And uh, the fraudster was uh, self-described uh, crypto billionaire, a thing that doesn't exist. 
and posted pictures of his lifestyle and cars, all of which were stock photos. So imagine, imagine, just imagine you're that person who feels, you know, like Dave, you and I talk about how it's so hard for the white man these days. It's just, oh, it's all we talk it's a about. battle. When is it not? God, no one we gets us. We are the most. Yes. And I don't want to fucking hear any guff about this. No. We are the most. Respect my fragility. Oppressed. I we are the am most oppressed man. group on I, the planet. I am an egg and you're cracking my shell. Yeah. I'm, I'm round and white or <sighs> egg shaped. So, you know, imagine being that person that's like, I'm just going to take this 50 grand and invest it in Hollywood. And I don't want to put it towards Black Adam, uh, you know, because it's Black Adam. It's not White Adam. And so yeah, I give my money to, to, <laughs> to Rebels Run. And then that guy, whoops. So it's just, God, you know, okay. that, that's I mean, my story. I won't get into all the things of of the of the anti-woke hollywood i've learned a lot about this looking going down this rabbit hole special mention this is not contention but this just broke today that life is a reductress or an onion headline okay kanye west arrived at sketchers unannounced and when es- was escorted out i just had to throw that out there in the ether because it's so incredible god oh, is real great. sorry that's okay so, so that's that's so good. Okay, so your buzzing word is going to be, guy was going to make an anti-woke movie starring a woman who had a Confederate flag on it, and he gave all his money to a guy who was crypto billionaire, and then that guy took his money, and or maybe it was the first guy. I don't remember what the I, I'm doesn't sorry look as bad as you might think, but you can't find it. So just remember that. That's your buzzing word. Keep it ready. It's all. It's all up here. I'm an actor. Yeah, I memorized yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Great. Um, how about uh, Rebels Run? I, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say just good old Rebels. Rebels. Because this guy, honestly. A rebel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie, about you. Yeah, well, that guy could just shoot it on his iPhone. I'm sure it'll be just as high quality. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. People Absolutely. are doing that. People are doing that. Right? It's been- That vid- Blair Witch Project was very popular. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. A little bit. How about, of- that? How about that being the grab? That yeah. was like 10 years. That was 15 years before an iPhone. Oh, yeah. The fucking Blair Unbelievable. Witch Project. Um, I would like to talk about McRib. And oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Simultaneously, I would like to talk about the adult Happy Meal, which I have asked everyone I know about and Mm. nobody can seem to find it. It's always out. And then I see all these memes about adult Happy Meal and it comes with adult toys. (laughs) But what (laughs) is in it? You know, like a big dildo or something. But Mm. um, what really is in it? Who has really had it? Fentanyl tester. (laughs) So there's some Narcan in it, just yeah. in case. A, bro- um, a pocket breathalyzer for in case yeah. you're out having a drink and, and in a car. Yeah. But um, also the fact that this is the farewell year for McRib. And I mean, everyone gets so I excited mean, for McRib. It is a piece of meat and it is a legacy. And yes. we are going to have to say goodbye. I get excited when McRib comes out. I never go get one, but I'm no. really excited about it. It just feels good to know it's there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Think about it for a while. Mm-hmm. It's like a you know, there's a, uh, there's a fancy new McDonald's uh, near me. And it's one of those where it's like, you don't, you never see a person, but you go up and there's a big touch screen and you can have oh. it your way because they're like, it's, you know, I'm, I'm whatever. Like it's, you just order the thing exactly the way you want it and it comes out. And it's like, I hadn't had McDonald's in probably 20 years, but now I've done it like twice in the last six months, which is a lot. Those fries are good. 
I feel like Portugal is you going in and making your own crap. Like we're just going to be working there for our own meal at some point. No, but right now, if you go in, since it's still beta testing, the uh, animatronic Ronald McDonald will kill you. He will literally, (laughs) if you enter the perimeter, it's all, he's got, he's got, it's all all corporate intellectual property. He will turn your head the wrong way. He's Terminator strength. It is my understanding that the grown up happy meal is called the boo bucket. Is that for real? No, that's, wait, I, that's what I thought. Did you, wait, just, did you say, Dave, did you say boob bucket? Because that boob. makes sense. Halloween. Oh, okay. Boo bucket. Sorry. There's... I think that's a separate thing because people like oh. to get a boo bucket to collect their Halloween candy in. That's been oh, a thing for years, I think. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, what is it called then? The adult Happy Meal. Adult Happy Meal? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I, and I, Maggie, you're right. I've only Hi, seen them online. Never? I've never, I don't know. I have friends who go collect that stuff and I've, none they're of them like, have. They're out, they're out. They don't have them. Right. Nobody's got one. Nobody that I know of has ever seen the adult Happy Meal. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, I think Happy Meal is going to have to be your buzz in word. <laughs> you can just do happy if you want. I'll know what you mean. Okay, that's Okay. Nice. There it is. Okay, Matt. Yes. Playing for this uh, incredibly involved story about an anti-woke superhero movie. Rebels is his buzz in word. Maggie playing for the adult Happy Meal. Her buzz in word will be happy. Uh, Maggie and Matt, keep them at the ready as we move forward. Okay. Let us start this show with a game we're calling Emo Anogo. Uh, this past weekend. Saw a whole bunch of grown-up emo kids, hair all freshly flat-ironed, flooding into the streets of Las Vegas, looking for places to hurt so good. Following the cancellation of the When We Were Young Festival, uh, the the debut night was canceled due to high wind conditions, which is uh, amazing because I do want to see those hairdos flapping around. Uh, When We Were Young is, however, not the first concert to be canceled for strange reasons. So we have collected some of the strangest stories that we have ever heard for why a concert or a tour was canceled. We will read the original excuse. I will then have you answer if this was a real reason or a fake reason that was later debunked. Okay. So real or fake. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. And you know what? I'll ask these to you in turn because there are really only two potential answers. Great. Yeah. Uh, Maggie, you'll get the first one. Uh, The Rolling Stones postponed their 2006 European tour after Keith Richards fell out of a tree. Uh, that is real. That is real. Yep. He fell 15 feet out of a coconut tree. I don't know why that makes it so much better. How did he stay he alive? He fell out of a the coconut skin. tree. No, he he oh. had a massive estate in Jamaica. Still does, I think. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's where, I think that's where he might still live. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway. Who's to say? Yeah. Incredible. 15 feet out of a coconut tree. He hit his little noggin. He needed brain surgery. I, I don't even Sorry. think they needed to like sedate him in any way. I think nope. you could actually just do brain surgery on Keith Richards as he is. Yep. And he'd be fine. It would not have been the worst thing that he went through that week. He had Matt, been t- told he fell. He had no idea oh. he was then on the ground. He thought he was still in the tree. God almighty. That sounds God bless him. like. God bless him. The world's going to go nuts on the day that man dies. Like oh it is going to be. I feel like it, I'll be dead before he dies. No, I, I know. We'll absolutely all be dead. But his death will release our spirits onto the streets somehow. Well, I I've seen that T-shirt a lot where it's like, we have to start thinking about the world we're going to leave for Keith Richards and Willie Nelson. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. They will never, they'll never it's die. It's a good shirt. It's a good shirt. It's a long thought, but it's a good it's shirt. It's a long thought. Yeah. Uh, okay, Matt, number two is for you. Yeah. Neil Young canceled a tour because of a tragic ham sandwich incident. Uh, I've never heard of this. And so I'll, I'll say false. No, that was true. Neil Young sliced Ugh. off the top of his finger, cutting into a ham sandwich. He said, yeah. I would have eaten the thing in one piece if I had known. Oh. Uh, but it got uh, got uh, sewn back on, I guess. We got to care for our old stony rockers. We sure do. We sure do. Yeah. It, I, it, it blows my mind that he is freshly married to Daryl Hannah. That will never that a thing? be weird to me. That's true. I did yep. not know that. Wow. Oh, yeah. Mind blown. Like within the last couple, like three or four years. Yeah. Is she still out there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll bet you anything she fully lives in a tree, but she is still out there. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Wow. Number three is for you, Maggie. Liam Gallagher canceled on Oasis' first U.S. tour because of a sore throat. That's probably true. No, that's false. Damn. Noel Gallagher claimed in a 2011 interview that his brother had actually left the tour because he and his wife decided to go house hunting. Oh, well, sure. There we go. Uh, Matt, number yeah. four, okay. Weezer canceled some 1995 shows so that Rivers Cuomo could have one of his legs lengthened. Jesus. One? Oh, I guess that's a thing. If they're, I'm thinking they were both the same length and he wanted a longer one. Of course, that's not what you do. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go true. It's that so bananas. True. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Rivers Cuomo was born with one leg longer than the other. He had it surgically lengthened. And All right. Race you feel you could plan your... Tour around that. You know what I mean? Like you think, yeah. well, I have this leg surgery coming up, so maybe we should start the tour well, a few weeks later. Exactly. Yeah, that, I got some that, money coming in. I'm going to do this. That's, now, that's so we'll typically dude, though. That's such a dude thing to do. It's just like, no, I'm not, not don't move the vacation. I'll be fine. It's like, no, yeah. dad, you're having a vasectomy. I'm fine. I'll be, yeah. I'll be, we'll be on the, we'll go to the horseback riding lessons and I'll, <laughs> like, dad. Rivers Cuomo would go on to vex his fans for decades to come in many, many different ways, mostly by <laughs> making albums that he, yeah. could, he, he could just keep to himself. Okay, number five. Back to you, Maggie. Morrissey canceled a show because a member of the opening act gave him a cold. Oh, Morrissey's sad and sensitive. <laughs> so I would have to believe that that's true. That is false. Morrissey loves to cancel shows. He did make that claim, but it ended up being debunked because the person in the opening act was just suffering from allergies. So he lied. Yeah. Sorry. I, that uh, is so okay. perfectly Morrissey, though, to just point at one man and be yes. like, you, you gave Jeff. me a cold. Like, how would Jeff you know? is the reason you won't see me tonight. <laughs> like, we all have yeah. a cold. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number six for you, Matthew. Kings okay. of Leon canceled a show because they were getting shit on by birds. <laughs> With respect to those guys, because I hear they're nice guys, I, I just want this to be true, and I'm going to do what they say to never do in Vegas and bet with my heart. I want this to be true. Bet with your heart, baby. It's true. It happened in my hometown, St. Louis, Missouri. Flock of pigeons were nesting above the stage, no. and uh, and they made a bunch of poo-poos, uh, oh. one of which landed directly in bass player Jared Folliwell's mouth. Uh, the Telegraph, in uh, a review of the incident, said it was the most eloquent review of a live show in history. Uh, number seven is for you, Maggie McCauley Culkin, and his band The Pizza Underground canceled their UK tour because nobody liked their comedy songs about pizza. 
Well, I've been getting everything wrong, so I'm going to bet against myself and say mm-hmm. that that is false. Oh, it's true. Arr! There were so many contradictions within you that you really didn't know which way it to go, was but that was true. And forth and forth. Yeah. And- uh-huh. Oh, it's All tricky right. that way. Yeah, but their music was uh, was very poorly received. Uh, their audience threw beers at them as though they were in a scene from the Blues Brothers. Uh, the, the band had to cancel all of their tour dates because I don't know how that's the possible. Reception was it sounds so bad. like a, a recipe for winning right there. It does, and yet here we are. Finally, Matthew Motley Crue canceled their 1988 UK tour because a particularly harsh British winter led to dangerous conditions in UK arenas and made them unsafe for live events. Huh. That's that's that sounds too real, so I'm going to go false. It is false. Uh, that is the story that they went with. However, Nikki Six later clarified that he had suffered a heroin overdose that left him <laughs> dead for two Oopsie. minutes. So that was the reason why. That's wow. what that was all about. Okay. Wow. He's got an was... adult Happy Meal with the Narcan in it. There, there you go. go. I'm just saying. Gotta test your shit. Uh, Matt's got three points. Maggie's got one, but we are just getting started. Let us bounce forward into a round we are calling Liz or Lettuce. Now, we don't love talking about real world politics on this show because it is a fucking drag. But every now and then something happens and something happened. A British newspaper live streamed a lettuce to see whether it would last longer than the UK's new prime minister. And it did. Uh, it, it Liz uh, Truss, wow. as you know, lasted 49 days in office. Uh, the lettuce lasted longer than Liz Trust. Liz Truss in office. Um, anyhow, so I'm going to read out a list of things. You tell me whether each thing lasts longer than Liz Truss's 49 days in office. If Liz's time in office was longer, you buzz in, you say Team Liz. If Liz's time in office was shorter, you buzz in and you say Team Lettuce. Liz versus Lettuce, and you'll buzz in for these. Okay. Number one, the average lifespan of a dragonfly. Happy. Yes. Lettuce. Lettuce is correct. Uh, The average lifespan of a dragonfly is four months, more than two months longer than Liz Trust. Trust. I want to say Liz Trust. Mm. That's not her name. Uh, Okay, number two. The original 1996 Broadway run of the notorious Broadway flop, Big the Musical. Rebels. Yes. Trust. Lettuce. Big was uh, a big money loser, but it lasted five and a half months. Oh, shit. About well, three and a half months point. longer than Liz. Nope. Uh, <laughs> the exclusive theatrical release window of the second film in the Trolls franchise, Trolls World Tour. Rebels. Oh, Maggie. Maggie got in there. Liz. Yes. Trolls World Tour was simultaneously released in a limited number of cinemas and on streaming platforms. AMC Theaters announced they would no longer distribute Universal's films, so the uh, exclusive theatrical release window was zero days. Uh, wow. 49 days fewer than Liz Truss's time in office. Okay. Good Lord. Who? who okay. I don't... It was, is Trolls the one with the... Uh, can't fight the fe- I, I don't want to I don't want an answer to that question all right the planned exclusive theatrical release window of the third movie in the trolls franchise trolls three rebels yes lettuce 
No, Team Liz. After AMC's boycott of Universal Films, Universal release, uh, reached an agreement that the exclusive theatrical release window for Trolls 3 will be 17 days, 32 days fewer than Liz's time. I shouldn't have invested all that money in the Trolls franchise. I, <laughs> I know, I know. I See, I'm making this you. movie. I told you. Well, at all least right. that money went to the Trolls franchise and didn't just go to some you know, to weird masks or I whatever the did. hell the thing was. Okay. The observance of Lent in Protestant and Western Orthodox churches, including the Sundays. Happy. Yes. Liz. Liz is correct. In Protestant and Western Orthodox churches, Lent lasts 46 days if you include the Sundays. Three mm. days short of how long Liz lasted. Well done. It's a tie. Three apiece. Okay. Number five. The time Liz Truss spent campaigning to be the leader of the conservative party. Happy. Oh, Maggie. Lettuce. Lettuce is correct. The leadership lasted 54 days. Five days longer. The leadership election, rather, lasted 54 days. Five days longer than Liz's time in office. Number six. Kim Kardashian's marriage to Chris Humphreys. Rebels. Yes. Team Liz. Team Lettuce. That marriage lasted 72 Man. days. 23 days longer. I'm batting zero in this Russ's game. union Ooh. of power. Yes, you absolutely are. Uh, Maggie pulled ahead on that one. She has got four. Matt's got three. You've both Whoa. got a lot to think about. We got a As game. As we take a little break, we'll be right back with more Troubled Waters. I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And I'm Emily Heller. Wow, Emily, we've been doing this podcast for 10 years. I know, but hey, don't worry. You can jump in at literally any episode and hear us talk about some of our favorite stuff. Caterpillars becoming butterflies. Martha Stewart flying around in a private jet full of trees. Yes, you heard me right, trees. Neighbors becoming enemies. Just kidding. (laughs) Whatever messed up stuff we can find on Wikipedia. Our impeccable taste in everything from dogs to TV shows to bodily functions. And horses. Lots and lots of horses. Come for our horned up rants about the world. Stay for the catchy theme songs. You might not learn anything, but we're a good hang. Baby Geniuses. Every other week on MaximumFun.org. Baby Geniuses. Tell us something we don't know. Oh my God, welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Matt Bronger and Maggie Farris. Our next round is called Sounds Like a Biopic. This month sees the release that we are all waiting for, Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story. Now, we have a writer on staff who is unreasonably fixated on Weird Al. So uh, we have done, in this show's history, a lot of rounds uh, about Weird Al. Uh, And we're not going to stop there. We're going to do another. Uh, This round is not necessarily about Al. It's about biopics in general. I'm going to play you some sound clues to some famous figures who have been the subjects of well-known biopic movies. You buzz in and tell me who the biopic is about. It's like a rebus, but noise. Mm. All right. The first one is in two clips. Let's hear it. Here's Johnny. And number two. Okay, can I oh, read? Oh, I rebels. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm going to Maggie. Sorry, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Okay. Got it. Got it. Uh, our next subject of a biopic from 1984. This uh, comes in four clips. Okay. Let's hear number 
three. Rebels. But let's hear number four. Okay. Rebels. Uh, Matt, yes. I mean, I'm thinking it's it's the biopic of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. It's Amadeus. It's biopic and you know it. But what's the name of the person? Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. There you go. Now, can you show your work? Uh, I heard a wolf howling. I heard uh, a gang of wolves, uh, perhaps. Uh, Falco's classic Amadeus. Uh-huh. Rock me, Amadeus. Uh, a motor. Oh. Motor. And then, and then, and then, well, I what what was that last thing? I couldn't even understand what tell what it was. It was a clip from a song from uh, Art Garfunkel. So it was actually <laughs> Moe's. It was someone who was mowing. It was a Moe's art. Oh, a mo a lawnmower. Nice. Okay. I thought it was mode. Okay. Listen, so, listen, sometimes it's very, very straightforward. Sometimes you really have to, to go for some concepts. And, and okay. uh, is the rule, we have to listen to all four or all three. I think that's probably a good yeah. rule. Let's yeah. do that. Sorry. Yeah. Just to, I, I, wanna, I want you to be able, our writers worked hard on this. I want I'm, you to be able I'm to like in, really get into it. Okay. okay. Uh, our next person was the subject of a biopic from 2010. It comes in three clips. Let's hear all three. Number two. And number three. We are the Borg. Lower your shields and surrender your ships. Now, pronunciation-wise, all three of these are a tiny stretch, but that's what you got. Mork. And then the third was uh, the Borg. Mork Zuckerberg! Yes! Nice. Good job. Good job. Good job. Yes. That's cool. Yes. Mark. Mork Zuckerborg. <laughs> wow. Yep. Good one. Yep. Good job. Yep. Good, Good job, yep. Maggie. Okay. So this, this is this is this 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 will be interesting. Uh this is the subject of a 1980 biopic. Um, however, it's not the person's real name. It's their Kind of what they were known as, and also the name of the film. Let's hear it. It's in two clips. And number two. Happy? Yes. Elephant Man? The Elephant Man is correct! Nice. Good job. Real name in the movie, John Merrick. Real name in the real world, Joseph Merrick. Okay. Didn't like Michael Jackson by his bones. Th- I think that was a rumor. Um, and I he I wanted not to believe it. He asked. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they sold them to him. All right. It was. Yeah. He might have gone a little bit down that road. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. This person was at the center of a 2018 film, and it is in two clips. was officially observed for the first time 2200 years ago. However, we still know very little about this planet compared to other more popular planets of our solar system. Hard. Tricky. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Rebel. Yeah. Oh, that's not your buzzing. Oh, I can't do that. Rebel. No, I was yes. giving it to him. Yeah. 
Yeah, go. Uh, it's uh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Wow. You did it. I got one. Ooh, I, feel like, I feel like Maggie. I put that one together myself. You did mm-hmm. a good job. Thank Proud you. Of- yes. Thank you. You constructed it. Uh, and you closed the gap with that one. You've got five points. Maggie has seven. We're going to take another break and we'll be right back with our absolutely <sighs> nail biter <laughs> final act after Ooh. this. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Our comedy podcast, Jordan Jesse Go, just celebrated its 15th anniversary. It was a couple months ago, but we forgot. Uh, Yeah, completely. Our our silly show is 15 years old. That makes it old enough to get its learner's permit. And almost old enough to get the talk. Wow, I hope you got the talk before then. A lot of things have changed in 15 years. Our show's not one of them. We're never changing and you can't make us. Jordan, Jesse, go the same forever at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Matt Bronger and Maggie Ferris. It is now time for our final game. It's a favorite of ours. It is called Motivational Speeches. As we eagerly await the next season of Ted Lasso and try to wrap our minds around exactly what Welcome to Wrexham is, we find ourselves feeling a real case of withdrawal from our favorite part of any sports show or movie, the inspirational speech a fictional coach delivers in the locker room when the scoreboard is looking grim and the squad needs to get back on its feet. So today, we're going to have you do it for us instead. We're going to give you each a prompt of an everyday mundane task that our listeners are struggling to get done. And we want you to deliver that motivational speech with all the gravitas of a Gene Hackman, the the whimsy of an Emilio Estevez, uh, and the sexy, friendly eyes of a Kyle Chandler. We will even give you a nice inspirational backing track to go along with it. That'll put a little spring in your step. Matt, since you're a little bit behind, I'm going to have you go first. Please give us a motivational speech to help us switch from our Halloween decorations to our Christmas decorations. You have a minute and it starts now. Now this is a dark time. This is a dark time we enjoy. We're going into a dark time we probably don't enjoy unless we own a mall. In fact, if you own a mall, it might be even darker. Halloween is the greatest of all holidays. You know it, and I know it. And if you think I'm wrong, you can fuck yourself. <laughs> and I say that with love. Because I love you. Like a mother or a goddamn father. When we say goodbye to Halloween, we say goodbye to happiness. We say goodbye to freedom. Christmas, as we know, is a claw that wraps itself around the earth under the guise of God's love. And that might hurt a little, but you know what we can do? We can take it back. We can make our Christmas a new Halloween. Now wait, before you think I'm crazy, I want you to sit down and put your hands in both pockets. If you're like me, they're full of Halloween candy and diabetes medication. There's no difference between that Halloween candy and the Christmas candy to come. The only difference is 
your family might be judging you. No one judges during Halloween. And excuse me for slurring my words, but I'm a little drunk. <laughs> and I'm also very emotional. Sure, Santa's first name sounds just like Satan. Is that a bad thing? No, I say it's a good thing. Because Satan represents freedom. And as we all know, <laughs> we're honest with ourselves, Satan and God, same lady. Wow. You left on on, on like a real thinker. Yeah, I note. wanted to keep it kind of archaic like the holidays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't Interesting. That. that would have been a five-point answer. You do lose two points. There is no connection between eating Halloween candy and diabetes. <laughs> Let's get that message out. That's there. fair. You know what? That's fair. You're Let's right. Let's get that message out. You're right, Dave. Uh, Maggie? Yeah. You have a minute starting any second now. And your motivational speech will motivate our listener to get his, her, or their ass to McDonald's for the McRib. You may begin. All right, team. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. This is not something we take lightly. This is not something you can just idly walk past and see the sign up on the marquee and just forget about. It's the McRib. It's what we've all been waiting for all year long. It's what we've dreamt about. And if you choose to ignore your cravings, your urges, your driving past, you are completely un-American. For this is America. And in America, we have choices and free will and liberty and justice and hamburgers and sandwiches that look like ribs but aren't quite ribs. <laughs> Those sandwiches are delicious. And it's your duty as a citizen to take part in the final lap around the earth to enjoy this almost meat. So I say to you, every man, woman, and child, get in line with your Hyundai Elantra or your Ford F-150. Get in that drive through <laughs> line because it's very hard to walk in. And wait your turn for a bite of America. Maggie, when I tell you that, actually like stirred my soul that was that great is, i am not lying yeah, no. that was that was fully an 11 point that's the first ever 11 point acting a motivational speech we have ever had now please don't fact check that because i can't i can't 100 be sure but America. you definitely do get 11 points maggie farris you are our winner Yay! Yay! Maggie. you really don't get anything but i do hope that the goodwill just sort of puts a spring in your step and allows you to get that adult happy meal i know i'll be looking for it yeah. I feel like yeah. I played it aggressively Wait. stupid. So, yeah, that's never a, a, a losing strategy here <laughs> with us. It is now time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on. And then to offset that ego karma, to write the balance in the universe, tell us about something that someone else made that you want the world to know about. Matt Bronger, we'll start with you. Uh, my special Doug uh, is out on video on demand everywhere. It is about. My transition into fatherhood, driving across the country, uh, 3,300 miles with a six-week-old and my wife. Uh, my garbage passed and ends with the story of the worst guy I've ever met on vacation, who was named, sadly, Doug. Wow. Special mention, most other Dougs I've ever met have been awesome. Uh, and in as far as uh, other things I would like to plug, I would like to plug 
Maggie Ferris's new album. So go and get that. I am enchanted by her and her Halloween costume. And I'm not just doing this because she won the whole Shazoom, but she is hilarious. Get her album. I mean, it is fully Maggie Ferris Appreciation Day on Trouble That's right. Waters. I feel uh, like Maggie, this is America today. The married it one. Is. Miss it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maggie? Yes. What you got? Oh, yeah. Please pre-order or order my album, Tougher Than a Honeybee, on Blonde Medicine. And um, do it on iTunes so that I can have one screenshot of nearing the top of the charts. That would be really fun. And uh, I'm extreme Maggie on everything. I'm very active on the TikTok. And I also have a sketch series on YouTube called Dyke It Yourself, which is just about a butch lesbian that helps you do do it yourself stuff. Her My character's name is Hillary Clint. Um, she's very tough and she never oh finishes God. a project. It's really nice. Um, and then oh, as it. far as um, I want to plug my friend, Julie Bain on TikTok does this show where she wears her CPAP and it's called what's CPAP in. And she does all kinds of different crafts and um, interviews people and does all sorts of fun stuff oh. with her CPAP on. So please check out what's CPAP in. What's he papping in? That That's is so, so up my it's alley. It's so not funny and has no followers. And so, yeah. Uh, I'm following that today. Yes. Right now. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, off of Hillary Clint, I have to tell you. Yes, please. Um, okay. So my friend, Matt, uh, Matt McConkey, who I co-host uh, Homophilia with, um, his his partner is like a real close horse and like, you know, and it was showrunner for CW for a long time. So he's got some money and whatever. So every time he's in New York, he has like a personal rep at Gucci, right? Who like, you know, we'll be like, oh, there's something we we held something back, you know, behind for you and here have a look, whatever. So so he's been working with this guy uh, uh, at Gucci forever. That guy moved on, got replaced by a new guy. And uh, and he went to uh, to see him at the Gucci showroom in New York. And this young man's name is Courtney Love. <laughs> oh, so can good. you handle that? That's like wonderful. a young, early twenties, beautiful Gucci man. Love it. Named Courtney Love. That's who I want buying my Gucci or picking my Gucci yes. loafers for, for me. Sure. Yes. Sure. yes. Oh my god, tough. Better than the original. Like, mental and emotional toughness. And he like probably could not handle imagine. being in any type of vicinity no. with the real Courtney Love. No, no, no. Because he'd just be happen. like you. Can anyone please. know? Honestly, I'm fair, (laughs) but yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, There's a story, but I'll say it off air. All right. Matt Bronger, Maggie Ferris. Thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones. Thank you so much for listening. Have a very happy holiday season. And we'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Matt Bronger, make a noise, Matt Bronger. Woo. Maggie Ferris. Yay! Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. And our producers are Christian Duenas. Uh-huh. And Laura Swisher. And we're animals. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.